podcast listener, welcome to the Living Better Podcast, where you will get to hear stories, secrets, strategies, and tips to help you lose weight, get strong, and feel amazing. For more information about the Living Better Podcast, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. All right, so we are back with the Living Better Podcast. Uh, I am Coach Jay, here with Coach Heidi. Hi, guys. Um, we, uh, we've been a while, we've been away for a while, but we're back and, um, we're going to talk a little bit today about why we did 10,000 burpees, uh, and what you can learn from it. So, um, Heidi and I, and all the coaches here take on little challenges every so often with the idea of seeing what kind of impact it could make on our, on our training or, uh, you know, on our goals and that kind of thing. And one of the challenges that we took on was um, doing 10,000 burpees. It didn't really start that way. No, it didn't start that way. Um, it was really a bet that we lost. So uh, so Heidi and I and a couple of the other coaches made a bet at the somewhere around June? April. Something like that. I'm pretty sure it was April because we had a bunch of months to train. So we made a bet that we would uh, reach certain goals for for workouts that we were doing. So they were just benchmark workouts and we all set a goal that was pretty aggressive and we said, okay, if we reach these goals, then, um, I don't remember what the reward was, but the penalty, oh, I do. the penalty was that, uh, if you don't reach the goals, then you have to do a hundred burpees every day until you reach them. Yep. Right? The reward was something super sexy and exciting. We were going to cook for the winner for a month. Uh, that's what it was. That means lunches, dinners, meal prepped for a month. So pretty exciting stakes, definitely something we were really hungry to get after. And I think even before we started, Jay was like, I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> so the, the, the thing was, it was like it, the, the bet and the stakes um, were just a way to motivate us to train hard and get ready for those workouts. And it wasn't really about the 100 burpees. We, we thought that somebody would reach the goal and we would you know, just have to cook dinner for them or, you know, they cook dinner for you. And that would be it. Um, as it turns out, our goals were fairly aggressive. And uh, of the five of us, none of us actually reached any of the goals. In fact, between Heidi and I, out of the four workouts, so eight workouts total, between the two of us, we only made one of the the eight goals. Um, and so we started doing 100 burpees a day. And uh, it's it sucked at the beginning and but we just kind of cranked through it we don't we didn't have any rules other than you just had to do 100 burpees if they were part of the workout you could do them or you could do them before or after the workout you could do them 10 at a time you could do them 100 at a time whatever you wanted to do if you missed a day you had to make them up the next day so it was 100 burpees every day with the idea that eventually one of us would pass all four of the workouts um, after a couple weeks, I tried another one of the workouts and I passed it. So I was on two. Um, Heidi tried a few of them along the way. I think you tried and failed on one of them. I did. I yeah. tried and failed on one of them. Um, nowhere near where I needed to be. So at first it, it felt like a lot of punishment and a lot of discouragement all at the same time. But I was happy to see at least you were trying and making it. So I was, I, I really kept trying to think, okay, I really am still training for this. I'm still training for this, yeah. but there were some hurdles. Yeah. So, um, so we, we tried a few of the workouts. We kept, we kept going for the goals. Um, the rest of the coaches that were in it dropped out, uh, because it was a little bit 
kind of insane to keep doing 100 burpees every day, but we just kind of stuck with it. Um, and the you know the, the sort of why behind it is you know we said we were going to do it, and after a while it started to not be so terrible, so we just kept doing it. Um, today is day 100. And that means that we will have officially completed 10,000 burpees in the last 100 days. And some interesting stuff has happened. Um, so first of all, ne neither of us have passed all four of the workouts. Fact. Um, I passed three of them, and I got within 14 seconds of passing the fourth one this morning. So we fell a little bit short of the goal. But a lot of really amazing stuff has happened in the last 100 days partially as a result of doing the burpees, uh, but partially because of some other things. Um, so we just wanted to share some of the lessons that we learned from doing 100 burpees every single day for the last 100 days. Um, so the first lesson. Yep. First lesson is that doing something daily makes it much, much easier. Um, when we first started out with the burpees, it felt like flat out punishment. Every single day I had to do those burpees. I was upset. I was kind of angry about it. I you know, would talk myself into thinking, I don't have time for this after a long workout. And it just generally felt like something I had to do, not necessarily something that felt easy or I wanted to do. Over time, and even if you look at it now, I kind of, I'm scared of the thought of not having the burpees. Every day if I get to <laughs> eight o'clock and I haven't done my hundred burpees, I'll, oh, oh, I should do these burpees now before I go to bed. And I crank away at them and it feels automatic. It now it doesn't feel like punishment. It just feels like what we do. So yeah. really going back to the idea that if it feels normal, it's much easier to keep a pattern of what you're doing. Yeah. I hate burpees. I still hate burpees. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not fast at them. You know, I'm, I'm six feet tall with long arms and long legs and they just suck. I hate them, but they've become slightly easier yeah. over the course of doing them. And they're not, it doesn't feel like death doing one burpee, yeah. you know, I can, I can crank out 15, 20 burpees without really breathing hard now. So it doing something daily does make it easier. Um, so lesson number two, and this, this is really important, tying habits together. Absolutely. Um, so over the last 100 days, we, we've pretty much trained every single day, like meaning like we've done a workout in addition to the burpees. Um, and what the, part of the reason for that is if, you, if you're going to do 100 burpees anyway, then you might as well train. Um, in fact, you know, even even if we missed a day, we probably did one or two or two workouts on, on yeah. other days and that kind of thing. But Heidi in particular has kind of tied her mobility into this because she's been so consistent. Yep, absolutely. So when I started doing the burpees. I was doing them mostly in the gym and I was feeling a little beat up from these workouts, but eventually I ended up having to do them at home, which meant I had to bring out a yoga mat. I have this nice yoga mat. What am I going to do on the yoga mat that's not burpees? Here I am coming from CrossFit, not knowing much of yoga, but eventually I decided to take up practicing every day. So I've been doing a 20-minute video every single day for about the last two and maybe two, two and a half months and really seen a lot of great improvement in mobility and also just general feelings. So when I do the burpees, burpees are done. Okay, now I can move on to that second practice and it's my way to unwind for the day. So it's been really great. Yeah. And you know, for me, it was, I was always doing the burpees around the workout. I never did them at home actually. Um, 
I did them around the workout either before or after and I wouldn't allow myself to have my post-workout meal until I finished my burpees. So I kind of tied it together. It was like, this is all happening. Um, so that's that's number two. Uh, number three? It's not that bad, guys. <laughs> yeah. So like once you break it down, like you're just doing one burpee over and over again a hundred yep. times every day. And you know, if you think about it that way, then it's like, okay, all I have to do is one and then I can come back later Absolutely. and do another one. And then it became, okay, all I have to do is five. And then it was seven, then it's 15. And then it's like, you know, our, our thing was like, you got to get to 51. Yep. You know, when you get to 51, then you know, you're on the downhill. Absolutely. By the time I got to 65 every day, it felt like smooth sailing. I'm free. I'm almost there. Yeah. So it's, it's just not that bad. You just have to start. Like the action is really what, what matters there. And if you think about it too, a burpee is similar to getting out of bed in the morning. You're already doing it. Yeah. Sitting up from a chair, standing up. It's something you do every single day. Unless you're, you know, in the grave, you're generally doing burpees every day. So really just normalizing that functional fitness and making it feel not like a chore anymore has been really great. Yeah. You know, the other thing is with the burpees, if you, if you, when you do them as, as often as we've been doing them, you start to clean them up a little bit. Yep. And so they don't hurt quite as much. They're a little more efficient, you know. You find ways for them to suck a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it just becomes not that bad. Yep. Um, so lesson number four. Uh, moving more actually led us to having fewer injuries. All those little aches and pains and and crunchy bits have kind of gone away, right? Yeah, it's this is this one is most surprising because, uh, you know, I particularly I have like some funny you know hip things and that kind of thing, and doing all these burpees was tough, and I started to become more efficient, and I just found like the more I move, the less all these little things kind of bug me. You know, I still have things. I mean, I'm an old man now, so you know, I still have little things that kind of bug me. But I find that they don't stop me. Whereas before, it would be like, oh, I need to take three days off because I feel this little thing here or there. Sure. But it's like, you know, I know that once I warm up, once things start to get moving, uh, I can address those things either in my workout of the day or in my mobility practice afterwards. And I just find that that does bothers me a lot less. Yep. Um, so number five, and this is really, I think one of the, one of the, so number five and six are really the most important. So number five is consistency equals results. Um, I mean the last hundred days, it's been like, we've, I've been doing this now, I don't know, seven, eight, 10 years. And I've hit more PRs in the last hundred days than I did since I started. Um, Absolutely. And more exciting ones as well. And I think the lesson here is we chose workouts purposely that kind of highlighted some of our areas that we wanted to improve, right? You mean the bet? Yes. Yes. So the bet was surrounding workouts, say for me, muscle-ups and handstand push-ups were at one point one of my worst nightmares. I saw those in a workout like, oh man, I don't think I can do any of those. But by not only training every day, but forcing yourself to not avoid training on the days maybe you don't want to, you put in the practice on the things that get you a lot of gains very, very, very quickly. So that's been great as well. Yeah. And it, you know, the consistency helps you kind of pull apart your, how you feel, you know, the, the, yep. the sort of like, I don't feel like it today, uh, to what you actually do. Exactly. You know, when you, when you just go and do it anyway, then you find that certain things happen. Like, you know, I've gotten a PR on my snatch, on my clean and jerk, on my, um, 
you know, on a bunch of workouts, you know, I've got more uh, handstand pushups and muscle ups in a row than ever, like all kinds of stuff. And it, 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 a lot of times that happened on days where I didn't feel like training. Absolutely. You know? um, I remember on the snatch, it was like, wasn't even wearing Oli lifting shoes. I do remember that. We and just it was... made it up after some other workout we did. Let's do some snatches. Yeah. So like the consistency is what is what yeah. matters more than the sort of supreme effort on one day and then taking three days off. Right. And I think going back to the burpees, especially, I don't think I went into this ever thinking, I want to do a hundred burpees today. Yeah. That would be totally ridiculous. And you spent so long dreading them in the first few weeks, like, oh, another day that when you come into the gym and you kind of look at a workout and you're, you're dreading it a bit for whatever reason, like, oh yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't have another option. Same with the burpees. Well, I don't want to do these. Of course they don't want to do them, but I'm going to do them anyway. And I think that really uh, translated very, very well to consistency and training. Yeah. I mean, there, there's if there's one lesson you take away, if you're going to get results, you need to show up every day. Absolutely. I mean, you know, now I say every day with a caveat, like, yes. you know, you don't need to train a hundred straight days, but like showing up consistently makes a huge difference um, and just going going yeah. for it every day. Um, so last one, this one is my favorite one, um, because we've, we found that this works really well for people. When you put something at stake, you get better results. Yes. Uh, so we had this bet and you know, the reason I didn't remember what the, you know, what the winner gets is because it didn't really matter what the winner gets. It matters what you have to do if you lose Yep. and you don't want to, you don't want to lose. And so when you put something at stake, it, it really matters. So, you know, if you're hungry out on the streets, you are going to go out and find yourself some food because you got to eat, right? If you make somebody a bet of $1,000 that you're going to lose 15 pounds in the next two months, and if you don't lose it, then you got to pay them $1,000, guess what you're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I think this goes back to, to making sure you're really invested and excited about the results or the stakes as well. So either it's very much something you don't want to do or something you do want to do. My mind goes back to the first example and fundamentals that we had forever ago. If you are going on vacation to Cleveland and you want a bikini body, are you going to do what it takes to get there? No. But if you book a plane ticket to Hawaii, you probably are. You need a little bit of excitement, actually a lot bit of excitement to light that fire under your ass. And this was a great example of I really don't want to do the burpees. We better really get after these workouts. Yeah. So. And so, you know, that's a, it's a really easy way to find out if you're serious about a goal. Are you willing to bet, let's say a third of your yep. monthly income on that Absolutely. goal? Absolutely. If you, if you are, then you know, you're really serious about it. And if you, and if you're that serious about it, then do it. Do everything <laughs> it takes so that you come out on top and yeah. on the, on the good side of that. Um, and you know what we found actually with some of our uh, with some of our athletes when they started making these kind of little bets, uh, it just made a huge difference in terms of them actually doing it. It's like okay, well, you know, I I made this bet. I don't want to do my meal prep for this week, but because I made this bet, I'm going to drudge away and do it anyway. Yep. Um, so you know, set, set some stakes if you really want that goal that you're going for. And a quick note on that, have someone that keeps you accountable to that. I've had a few instances where, you know, maybe someone thought I was bluffing when I made them the bet, or even on my, on my own side, where at one point 
multiple points, I may have wanted to quit this challenge. And Jay just gave me a stern look like, no, what are you thinking? Of course, I'm going to hold you to this. Absolutely. Yeah, we're doing so, burpees. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Having someone that actually holds you to it and doesn't say, oh, no, it, it's okay that, that you didn't do it is also very critical to that. So Yeah. So we, we got quite a bit just from doing these 100 burpees per day um, for 100 days. That wasn't – our plan wasn't to do nope. 100 burpees a day for 100 <laughs> days. And in fact, it was only a few weeks ago that we decided we're going to end this little experiment at 100 days when we get to 10,000. Nice round number. Um, but, you know, what we what we did sort of figure out is – and some of the other coaches like Coach Mike is doing, uh, you know, pull-ups push and push-ups every and, day and yep. you know you, just that consistency brings you something that maybe you don't necessarily have so what we're going to do is um look look fo looking forward like what are some things that we want to work on and focus on trying to do something for those things every day now it may not be a hundred days it may you know just be 30 days here or there but the point is being consistent matters more than being motivated. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So, um, so one of the ways that you can use this is if you, for example, struggle with pull-ups or, uh, running or even just showing up for the gym, give yourself a, a, a challenge to focus on doing that thing every day or five days a week or whatever that, whatever that is for you and commit to doing it, you know, mm -hmm. make some stakes so that you hold yourself accountable to that. You know, maybe you, uh, you know, don't, you know, go out, go on a family holiday or something. Sure. If you, if you don't get that, that goal yep. or you aren't consistent there and just pick a, pick a start date and an end date and say, okay, I'm going to go for this mm -hmm. and just make it a part of your routine. Um, it's one of the things we tell people when they start is just show up. And the other thing to, to note there is, you could make it something very, very simple. You could make it something so easy as I'm going to do five pull-ups, whatever it is, something that doesn't really take much time out of your day. We went into this thinking, oh man, this is such a big ordeal. But when we boiled it down, it's maybe seven minutes a day or yeah. so we're spending doing this. But if you make it something that you are well equipped to do and have no excuses not to, you really need to just hold yourself to that habit for a while until it feels normal. You'll reap a ton of benefits by the end of that. Yeah. So just a quick recap of our lessons. So number one, doing it daily makes it easier. Number two, tying habits together. You know, if you're going to work out anyway, adding mobility to your workout is great or adding some extra practice on pull-ups, push-ups, whatever is great. Number three, it's really not that bad. You just have to get started. Uh, number four is moving more equals less injuries, right? So you know, if your if your thing isn't like a critical injury, keep moving, right? Number five, consistency equals results. And number six, if you really want that goal, set some stakes. All right. So uh, ten thousand burpees. Yep. It's all done today. All done today. <laughs> should done we go for twenty thousand? I think I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Living Better Podcast. For more info or notes about the show, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. See you next time.